Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's Pain in the Pod. This week, I have on my new best friend, Nikki Boyer. You know Nikki because she had an amazing podcast called Dying for Sex, and I interviewed her about that. It was everywhere. It was a huge number one podcast hit. And now she has another podcast with Wondery called The Daily Smile. Y'all, this podcast is great. Nikki is so upbeat and a positive energetic person, but it's not like sappy sweet. It's just like a nice little story where she talks to somebody, they have some sound bites, and it's quick in and out, 15 minutes every morning, and it's really great. And for me in these times, I'm trying not to look at too much heavy news, so it's really, really great for me uh, as well when you have to then turn around and listen to CNN. So uh, listen to Nikki is amazing. So I highly recommend you take a listen to The Daily Smile. And also, don't forget, if you want to get some bonus content and support Pain in the Pod, you can go to patreon.com slash pain in the pod. And here's my interview with Nikki. Thanks. Hey, y'all. Today, I'm so excited to again talk to Nikki Boyer. So you probably know Nikki from Straight Talk with Ross, among a ton of other projects. But most recently, you know her from Wondery's amazing podcast, Dying for Sex. I spoke to Nikki about Dying for Sex when it came out, and immediately I felt, I could be friends with this girl. Like, she's amazing. So when I listened to the final episode of Dying for Sex, I did have to send Nikki a DM letting her know how beautiful I thought it was and what a great job she had done to honor her friend and her friend's life. Nikki's one cool chick. So I'm very excited about her new podcast called The Daily Smile. It's a podcast that brings you about 15 minutes uh, of happiness to your day every morning in your podcast feed. And Nikki shares an uplifting story or a funny story and she chats with her friends and it's just all positive. So welcome back, Nikki. Mary Jane, I love being on your show. Thanks for having me back. Okay, who came up with this idea, Nikki? Because this is, it's perfect for you. It's perfect for your voice. It's not sugary sweet. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's just right. Yeah, Yeah, it's just right. Did you come Um, up with this? I would love to say that this was my brainchild, but actually when I was (laughs) going into Wondery, which is who, who produced Dying for Sex as well as The Daily Smile. I was going into Wondery doing my voiceovers when we were able to go in places. Um, mm-hmm. And they said, we have this new show idea. Would you be interested in maybe being the host? And of course, my ears perked up and I was like, tried to play it cool. I was like, yeah, I'll think about it. But inside, I, like, <laughs> I want to do this. I want to do this. Um, and then I, I remember I voiced over like the, you know, the pilot episode where you test it out. And it was um, an episode that actually is going to be released next week about the bookstore um, in England. So there's a little tease on that one. It's a really great, beautiful story about how people come together and how social media can um, be a beautiful place as opposed to, you know, a crazy place sometimes that it feels like. But social media sort of helped this bookstore find its way, find its light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, oh. So I loved the story. I, I kind of forgot about it. And then when quarantine hit, I remember uh, the producers at Wondery said, we think this is the perfect time to really launch the Daily Smile. We had intentions of doing it, but now it's going to have a different feel because all these stories are going to be coming from a place of of sheltering in place and coming from home so i built Mm. a little studio in my house a tiny little studio in my closet um (laughs) and uh i go into my closet and shut the door and uh every day and and do these amazing stories for the daily smile so i love it okay so that's interesting because it was it was an idea before quarantine i thought it was completely born in the last couple of weeks it was an idea before quarantine and then um i think at first they wanted to make them really short like 
boom, 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 like three, four minutes. And then we realize that people want a little more. They want, you know, you listen to the episodes and they're 10, 15 minutes long and they go by so fast. And I think everyone yeah. needs a little brightness in their morning or midday and just pop this on and take a listen to a sweet story or something fun that you can share with friends and family. It's just, I don't know, it's just a little, a little piece of love that I hope, and I hope makes everybody's day a little better during these crazy times. Yeah. Now, so so did you pre-recorded? I have to imagine you're you're knocking them out two, three at a time. I mean, or are you really literally doing it like the day before? We are doing them a few. A, trying to get, you know, that's a good question because right now we're in the beginning phases because it just launched on Monday, right? So right, uh, we have like a, a few in the can, but we're kind of going day by day and seeing. We want them to be timely, and we also want them to be. We want to find these stories, obviously, because we have reporters that are out there looking for these stories. But we also want to connect with the audience. So if there's someone in your hometown or in my hometown or somewhere else in the world and they have a a great story in their community, we're encouraging people to say, email the story to us. We want to find out what the story is about. We want to highlight your community because that's the ripple effect, right? So if you do have a story idea or something beautiful that's happening in your friend zone or your family, send it to us, send it to me at smile at wondery.com. And, and, and that's how we are getting our stories. It's really about human connection and the stories are coming from human connection too, which is great. You did a story about these um, ladies that are like the golden girls and they live in England. Yeah. Um, the way that you guys were talking about it was like, everybody should know this story. I was like, I don't know the story of these ladies, but I am dying to know the story of these ladies now. And yeah. I would like that to be an entire podcast or perhaps a Netflix series. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no taken. Um, I totally understand. If you remember, if I, it, within the uh, episode, I kept saying, somebody needs to make a documentary about these women. You know, yeah. I ha- to be honest, Mary Payne, I hadn't heard about them either. And so when they sent me the story, I thought, oh, gosh, this is interesting. They're like, yeah, everybody knows about them. And I was like, oh, have I been living under a rock? Because I didn't. So that's no. the beauty. Like sometimes like things that are out there and trending, um, you just miss them because so many things are out there and trending, which is the beauty of the Daily Smile is that we get to highlight those things. So I'm glad actually to hear that you hadn't known about the Golden Girls because I kind of thought I was the only one living under the rock. <laughs> I, was like, well, I, kept re- I kept rewinding it. Like, did I miss the beginning of this where it tells who these ladies are? Because it was just like, oh, you know, they've been on GMA or Today Show or whatever. I was like, everywhere. no. I did not know. I know. You know why? It's because I avoid the news. That's why. Well, that's actually good to know. That's like a good reminder that that sometimes we can't assume that everybody knows about stuff because, you know, not everybody's got the same news feed. Not everybody's on the same Facebook page. It's so interesting, like how much information really is out there. It's crazy. Yes, it's right. And you and you pull up your phone just to just to pick it up to check your stuff. Yeah. And all your stories come up. It's like. CNN for me, it's like CNN, Vanity Fair, Hollywood right. Reporter, <laughs> MSNBC, E, Bravo. Right. You know, so I so if, if it's something in that realm, usually I know. And in the morning, I try to read like a little CNN clip. They send out like a little email that tells you just the stories, just the sound bites, and yeah. I'm like, that's all I want. Right. And then I go walking with my friend every afternoon who lives down the street. Um, we've been walking every day, and uh, she watches Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. So I call her my GMA source. Oh, that's good. Mm, like, what did GMA tell us yeah. this morning? That's that's. I got a lot of information about George Stephanopoulos and Allie Wentworth. <laughs> all right. I know all about how they're doing in their COVID journey. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love it. You know, I'm just trying not to watch too much because you can really, 
bog yourself down. Yeah, I think what yeah. it does is it triggers an amount of anxiety that's just um, not healthy right now. I think being educated is very smart. Um, sure. But I think tuning in with yourself and saying, am I in a place right now where I should be watching the news? And if you're not, then I say don't turn it on. Do yourself a favor and just tune in with yourself and see when you're ready to absorb that information because we're all so sensitive right now, right? Like we're such sensitive right. beings right now, so... And the tracker across the bottom, enough, you know, I, oh, I, one gosh. of my teenagers, one of them walk in the room and be like, oh, right. on the bottom, it just said that, you know, 200,000 people died in New Hampshire this weekend. I was right. like, wait, wait, wait. I don't right. think that's what it said. Right. Maybe it did. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Let's turn it off. I know. Let's turn it off. I know. Um, so I think that um, probably when Wondery was thinking about this before quarantine, they probably thought, oh, Nikki's probably, we'll have her read it and maybe she'll be a good host. But I think that like what's in quarantine, they probably realized you're the perfect host because oh. you you do have a real uh, positive energy about you. And yeah. I think that that's kind of what we, but again, like what I'm saying, it's not sugary sweet, like Pollyanna, like you're mm-hmm. seeing the world like that, but you're like, oh man, this is tough. But Listen to the story about these golden girls. Oh my God. You know? Thank you for saying that. That's so nice to hear. And I'm glad it's landing that way, right? Like mm-hmm. nobody wants to listen to the sugary sweet, like, cause it's not real life. Like real life. Yeah. I, like I'm a firm believer that like wherever there's pain, right? And grief and sadness on the other side of it, there's gotta be something good and positive, right? But you can't yeah. not acknowledge the grief and the pain and the sadness. You can't ignore it and just focus on the good. And I, and I, I do like the idea of focus on the good, but I think at the same time you have to acknowledge that sometimes it's a little bit, the good comes from a little bit of crappy stuff. And I think, I hope the Daily Smile can find that nice balance because it's it's real life, right? It's messy. Yeah. That's (laughs) what I keep telling my kids. Like you haven't lived long enough, but I have to know that we'll be on the other side of this and we'll see like, wow, that time was crazy. But the positive is, uh, even we're driving each other crazy, we're still getting to spend more time together. And, you know, Another thing that was interesting, uh, a friend of mine's um, husband did get COVID. So she and her kids, of course, were worried that they had it. And I was talking to her and she said, you know, unfortunately, in quarantine time, my kids don't see my husband. Fortunately, for this reason, they're not going to get it. But unfortunately, in this time, they're not seeing him as much because he works a regular schedule like a regular person. He gets up, goes to work and comes home. But the teenagers are like one, two in the afternoon getting up, right. getting on their Xbox, maybe mm-hmm. doing 30 minutes of homework if you're the forced. And then, you know, she was like, their schedules are so off kilter. They're yeah. not really seeing their dad that much, mm-hmm. which is too bad. It is. But it's also good because they haven't come in any contact with them. Right. And he's quarantined on the other side of the house and they're all, they've all tested negative. Um, so it's like, yeah, you got to look at the, the positive and the negative, you know? No, it's always right there. Like it's always right there. The positive and negative is always right there. And I think acknowledging that there's some negative and then focusing on the positive, it's a little, it's a dance, right? Like it's a constant dance every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you're saying that people could email you in these stories, but yeah. so be- before you started it, where did you find the stories? Like I know you interviewed your friend Ross and mm-hmm. Mr. Malone. Right. Um, so that you, you were kind of initially going with like your friends, but now- or you guys are taking stories, so you're going to go in yeah. that direction. So we're going. Yeah. So it's it's every single day we're going to come up with a new daily smile. So we are going to have some stories that are really in depth, uh, like the drone story that I did, which is our, our launch episode. The guy in Brooklyn who created the drone. And that was a really good in depth story. Aww. We'll do some like that. Um, that was a story about a guy who yeah. met a girl during quarantine on a roof in another apartment building in New York City. Yes. And that cute. She was dancing on yes. the rooftop, and he decided to ask her on a 
a date, quote unquote, where she would have dinner on her rooftop, he would have dinner on his rooftop or his balcony. They do it via FaceTime, but the way he asked her was by sending a drone over to her and dropping off his phone number, which I mean, it's just so modern day. I hope these two. Love. I hope these two get married. I know. <laughs> I hope she's not put off by his quirkiness. Yeah, yeah, it's um, cute. So that was our first episode that we came out with, and then some of them are just fun things that we're finding on the internet. Some, you know, we've already from our trailer being out, we've already gotten so many people that want to share stories that are happening within their community. And those, there's one coming up. Um, it was trending on Twitter actually. And one of our producers jumped on it and got it, got us a great interview with the father and the daughter. So it's this daughter who uh, was just really having a lot of empathy and appreciation for the postal workers. And so Aww. she started writing letters to her postman. And they wouldn't be able to touch or talk to each other, but they could see each other through the window. And he got the letter from her and just thought it was so sweet that she was concerned about him. And he brought yeah. it to the postal service and showed his boss. And then it sort of erupted into this beautiful story of post men and women writing to people that are quarantined. And it just it created this whole beautiful dynamic, which you'll hear in the episode. But like stories like that are just happening all over the place. We just don't hear about them because that's not what's covered on the news. So on the Daily Smile, right. we're hoping to to balance out what you're, you know, what you're getting on CNN. And, and Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that story is Isn't sweet. I was just, I was just at my post office and they have literally like janky makeshift mm. um shower curtain liners hung up oh my gosh that's how they have had to distance themselves oh. because the post office has given them nothing oh and so i was saying to my guy there that i see all the time because i'm always mailing stuff out mm -hmm. and i um i said to him i go this is this is great this, this is really great and he goes it's shower curtains from the <laughs> cvs next door we did it ourselves he goes the post they just haven't gotten around to us to give us the oh. shields and I said, well, it's pretty good, though, because you're protected. Um, and he goes, yeah, but if coronavirus lives on plastic, you're not protected on the other side. Oh, that's interesting. Like, hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I do, I love uh, I love my uh, post guy. And he I was know. saying that it's like Christmas. They're uh, Christmas in a bad way for them because yeah. the, vo the volume of packages because of people ordering everything to come to right. the house. Right. Oh, I didn't even think, I didn't even think about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this so little he girl was, just had yeah. a, had a big heart and thought. Of, and, and then I got to talk to her dad and got to find out, like, that this family is really into writing letters and, and keeping up that sort of, I don't know, it's a tradition that, I mean, when Mary Payne, when's the last time you sat down and wrote a letter to somebody? Christmas. Oh, you did? Christmas. We write Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we do Christmas thank you notes. So oh. after Christmas, me and my husband and the kids, we sit down and we write uh, thank you notes to... Uh, it used to be like everybody, but now we're like just family, like grandparents, aunts, yeah. and uncles. We, everybody, I you have to write a thank you that. note. You, 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 might, so you, might, you might not get a gift. Yeah, you might not get a gift next time if you don't write a thank you note. <laughs> <laughs> I love that tradition. I, I, yeah. I love that. So lots of good stories. But yeah, there's something going on in, in your neck of the woods that you feel like just you want to share and highlight. Like send it to us. We are so open to stories. And we're finding things that are trending and Stories, you know, that I'm that I'm interested in and, and I'm discovering through friends of mine. We got one coming up, not this coming week, but the following week. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of mind blowing um, about a friend of mine that went through something very, very, very traumatic and how he sort of came out on the other side. And to me, it's one of my favorite episodes so far because it's just showing how you get through adversity and really do come out on the other end. 
with more hope and love. And so I can't wait for you to hear that about my friend Obi. So exciting. Well, that's that's why you're so perfect to do this because you have mm-hmm. such a great, well, you just have a, such a great voice for it because it's not, um, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. It's, your voice is <laughs> soothing and fun at the same time because while you're listening, you're like, oh, I know her. You know, we're, you know, I mean, I know you, but other people were like, I don't know you at all. Do you know, your <laughs> yeah. voice is just very familiar, I think, oh, and very so nice soothing in that way. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I feel the same way about you. Like oh, gosh. I, the first time I talked to you, I was like, I just feel like we've been talking for years. Like we've been neighbors. Isn't that funny? But I think you have that same quality where it's very familiar. I'm like, oh yeah, her. Hmm. Mary Payne, well, I know her. <laughs> yeah. I just, I like to talk to people and, um, you know, for good, for, for better or for worse. <laughs> Sometimes we're, we're places. My husband's like, all right, wrap it up. Let's go. <laughs> they don't really want to talk to you anymore. I was like, I could tell they do. <laughs> I could tell they do. I could see it in their eyes. See it? I see it in their eyes. Yeah. See it? <laughs> Oh my gosh, on that pathetic note, uh, we'll take a little break and we'll be right back. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by HP+. In a world full of smart devices, shouldn't your printer be smart too? It is with HP+. These printers know when they're running low, so you always get the ink you need delivered right when you need it. Plus, you save up to 50% on ink, so you can print whatever you want, as much as you want, any time you want. Huh. That is pretty smart. Get six free months of instant ink when you choose HP+. Conditions apply. Visit hp.com slash smart for details. Okay, I'm back with Nikki Boyer of the new Wondery podcast, The Daily Smile. Y'all, y'all should check this out. This is such a great podcast. And I, um, since there's not so many out at this point that we're recording, I've listened to to all of them. And it's funny because like while I'm listening, I was like, oh, Oh, now it's over. You know, like I want, I want more. I love that. I want more. So a lot of the stories, I think you could spin off into bigger stories, but I like how you're giving us just enough to make us want to listen the next day, you know? Well, I think when life gets back on its feet, and I say that, you know, not really knowing what that looks like when mm-hmm. you're normal that we're going to have, people are going to be busier. I mean, we, we kept in mind that mornings are hectic and that, um, you know, that it, it, you're grabbing your coffee, making your kids cereal, doing breakfast. We're hoping that this can be a little um, habit that families create where they just start their day or take their dog on a walk and listen to this, you know, 10, 15 minute episode. But there is potential in doing longer ones. And I would, I would love to do that. Well, it's also family friendly. I'll say that there's, it's, it's, it's not like um, dying for sex, which was not family friendly. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to ask you about dying for sex because of course, so many people listen to it. And I mean, could you have imagined when you sat down and started talking to Molly and mm-hmm. then after she was gone that you, could you have imagined it would be this huge of a hit that it was? Never. Honestly, Mary. Pina. Really? No. I knew she was special and I knew she was interesting and her story was riveting. Um, and I knew it may touch a few people. Like if we, if we produced the podcast and got it out there, I knew people would be interested, but I... The response that I got from all over the world, I got a response from someone in Nigeria. I got a response from someone in Sweden and South South Africa. I got, I, I was blown away um, by how many people resonated, not just women, so many men, so mm. many people that were, I think, needed to hear it, needed to hear a story about what you do with the time that you have left and, and, and also how to deal with people in your life that are dying and we don't talk about that a lot. So I think 
people found great relief in Molly's open heart. And But no, to answer your question, no, I would have never expected the response. It's been so amazing. And I read every comment, every post, every message to me. I read them all and I respond as much as I can, but it's been really humbling and beautiful. I can't even tell you. It's, oh, love it. How, how do you think Molly would feel knowing that she's a, a so, uh, so revered now, she, you know, and her story was so great. I always say to my boyfriend, Tommy, I'm like, she is in heaven. I'm like, but that sounds so literal, but, but she is in heaven right now, knowing um, that her story in a way is living on in the way that she couldn't. Um, mm-hmm. She was a storyteller. She loved to write. I'm working on her book, trying to get that published right now. And it was just really her dream to be heard and seen and valued. And I think she's just really happy right now. And I think in a weird way, Mary Payne, I know this sounds crazy, but I, I feel like this was her journey and kind of how it was supposed to be for her. I just mm. feel like leaving this beautiful gift behind was kind of in the stars for her. It's really cool. If you haven't listened, please give it a chance. It's not oh, about, it's so it's not good. just about sex. It's about friendship and love. And I think you'll get. It's, it's not really about sex at all. Right. Uh, like, like I told you, to me, it's a story of friends. Okay. Two friends. I That's what it. I thought. That's what yeah. I thought too. But I mean, it is yeah. dying for sex. So I just wanted, Because yeah. she does go on a sex journey, but it's not right. like lots of like crazy. De- it's like. Hilarious, really. Okay, good. It's hilarious. Did she, um, did she, I know she wasn't close to her mom. And then, so at the end, it seems like her, her mom, of course, was so happy that you were doing this and everything. Does, do you think that she and her mom at the, I don't know why I just like really glommed onto that part with her mom. Do you think she and her mom had closure at the end and, uh, her mom feels okay about the podcast being out and all that? Well, I can tell you, it's like, it's interesting. She and her mom weren't quote unquote close, but they were Mm. very enmeshed with each other. So there were moments where they were very, very close. And then times that she would take space away and this this back and forth would happen all through her life. And then at the very end of her love, Molly's life, when she realized I'm not getting out of this hospital, the only person that she wanted really was her mom. And her mom packed up her stuff from New York city and came no questions asked and did not leave Molly's bedside for almost four months straight. And when I say didn't leave her bedside, I mean, didn't slept in a cot next to her. She lived at the hospital. She lived there, right? Taking care of her because Molly knew she needed someone there day to day. And I couldn't provide that because I was, you know, working in my family. And, and although I was her quote unquote person and her emotional support, I wasn't able to do 24 hour care. And her mom showed up in a way that was amazing. And her mom has been nothing but supportive and grateful. And she's, I talked to her regularly Um, And she said to me, thank you for, even though it's uncomfortable and I have to share Mm. parts of my life that aren't pretty and make me look sometimes not like the good guy that I thought I was trying to be. um, Thank you for letting her story live on and this gift. So she is nothing but grateful because really at the end of the day, this is all that Molly wanted. And so her mom's thrilled with that. So there was a lot of closure, a lot at the end. Well, you say there's going to be um, a book. Is there anything else that's going to happen with Molly's story? I'm, all, all I say is like, it should be a Netflix series. Like, that's everything. Like, I that's think, just, and that's real easy. But is that going to happen? Well, fingers crossed. Um, I don't know yet. The answer is I don't know. But I'm hopeful that something that Molly's story will continue to be told in other mediums. So um, we're working on it. I'm working on it hard. So we'll see. Who, who, would, who would play Molly? Who would play, who, would, who would play Nikki? 
That is a great <laughs> Nikki question. would have to play Nikki. <laughs> oh, I would love that, but you know, I don't know if they're going to let that happen. Um, I don't know. Who do you think? Of, I, I mean, I love Scarlett Johansson. So if I was ever going to cast Molly, because she's just kind of different looking and quirky. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. What do you think? I'm thinking of um, Michelle Williams, just because she has that short blonde oh, hair. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, that's a good one. But but also when I think about Molly, of course, I never met her or saw her, but I I think of her as being sort of a tall drink of water, like lanky, you know? Yeah, she she was lanky. She, you know, she was tall next to me, but I'm 5'2", so everyone's tall next to me. But um, (laughs) yeah, she had a very unique look about her. So it's got to be somebody. I love that we're living in this dream scenario. I'm really talking about it. Um, Did you, did you listen to I.O. Tillett Wright's podcast or... Um, it was called The Ballad of Billy Balls, or she wrote a book no. called um, Darling Days. No, I wonder, now, I'm saying she, it? but I, I believe I tell it right now goes by he. Okay. So I'm probably saying that wrong. But it's a, it's a, the, the book, Darling Days, is a story of um, Io growing up and the crazy life. And then the, the mom, and the mom appears on the podcast because the podcast is about this search, the search for the truth about what happened to the mom's ex-boyfriend that died. Okay. 30 years ago. Oh gosh, I'm going to listen to this. It, it's really, it's really crazy. So, but it's interesting because the mom's voice and her look and everything reminded me a lot of Molly because it's sort of like that tall sort of yeah. rocker, short hair. Uh-huh. Like you can't understand why, but people are just attracted uh-huh. to her. And it sort of is the same idea. Interesting. Ooh, I'm writing these I.O. Tillett Wright is her name. Um, Okay, so that was my next. That was my question. It's like, is is a is a series going to be made about it? And if so, are you going to play yourself? Well, I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I I would love the opportunity to play myself, but then I sit and think about like, would that really be? Would I be the? Would I be the best person? Right? Like maybe right. I would. Maybe I'm too close to it. Like maybe it's too real for me and too. So I don't know. These are interesting. These are really like quality problems to have. Like who's going to play thoughts. me? Right. <laughs> Who's going to play me in the movie the, of the book that I wrote? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love this. this, this uh, um, but that's a great oh question. Gracious. I will keep you posted. And if anything does happen in terms of television or film or whatever, I promise I'll let you know. Ooh, thank you. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll take a little break and we'll be right back. Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. 
Okay, I'm back with uh, my new best friend, Nikki Boyer, yep. of the podcast, The Daily Smile. Also, of course, you know her from Dying for Sex. We were just talking about that. So let me ask you this. In this time of quarantine, are you still doing Straight Talk with Ross? I am. Yeah, we do it every Thursday okay. via Zoom. Okay, doing it via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, you had him on, and that was pretty funny. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he's so funny. And then, are you listening to any other podcasts? Do you even have time at this You know what's funny? I am... I. I don't really have as much time as I would have liked during like a quarantine, right? Like I'm, I'm a big fan of being at home and chilling out. I have been mm-hmm. working probably more and harder than I ever have because I've got, um, it's a lot of, a lot of work, which I'm so grateful. Like here, all my friends are losing their jobs and people are going on to unemployment and I'm actually making money and being creative. So that is not lost on me. I am, I wake up every day and I'm like, thank you for this opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not getting as much time to connect with family and friends. I'm not getting a lot of time to like, like luxuriate with a book. I'm not getting that time. But what I am getting to do is connect and tell stories. And to me, that's just right. as valuable. But um, I do have three podcasts that, that, I, oh, okay. that I think that okay. I think I'm liking. Um, okay, let's hear. So you'll learn that I either like things that are super, super fun and light or super super dark and twisted so okay so i um have you listened to um this one's light and fun the uh, armchair expert with dak shepherd have you listened to that one i love armchair experts yeah it's like i feel like it's one of those things where you're like oh dak shepherd i know that guy he's an actor he's kind of charming and fun and then you get to see his perspective and his since he's a you know recovering addict and sober for 10 years and he's just got a really cool perspective on life and I love the celebs and the people that he gets uh, to talk to. And um, I just think that if anybody wants something engaging and fun and thoughtful to listen to, I think he's a, it's just a great podcast. Do you like, I mean, what do you like about it? I like, um, you know what I like? I like when people come over and he is instantly like himself, like familiar and funny. Mm-hmm. And he, and then sometimes the people he has on, has on are not like, feeling that vibe at all yeah. like I will say Julia Louis-Dreyfus came on and I think for the first two-thirds of it she was very she was answering his questions and was polite and mm-hmm. nice but she wasn't like jokey funny like you think she's gonna be like Elaine or like Veep you know she's yeah a lot and you find that I, I find a lot with like comedians or comedic actors mm-hmm. they're pretty serious people mm-hmm. and she was pretty serious and didn't kind of give much um, with him on the flip side, like when he had Will Ferrell on, Will Ferrell is exactly what you want Will Ferrell to right. be. He was hilarious and great. And I do love the work. Reco- my husband's in um, recovery. And so I hear a lot of uh, recovery talk mm-hmm. and I uh, and my brother-in-law as well. So I'm very um, familiar with it. Yeah. And I love how he says, like, he loves to go to AA just because you go there and you come out feeling great because at least you're not that guy. Right. Or, I mean, you know, <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. And he I just says, and he, and he he just says things like, "Listen, I was, you know, a white guy driving around Beverly Hills drunk out of my off my mm-hmm. ass every night of the week and never got pulled over." Yep. And then he talked to like Ti, who was in jail for stuff. He's like, "But you know, you got pulled over doing the same stuff I was doing because exactly. you're a black guy." Let's talk about that. I you love know? it. Very real, very human. So I, I'm just mm-hmm. a fan of that. You know, I love that. Part. Same. Love um, him. So the other one, I don't know if you've listened, it's a Wondery podcast and I actually listened to it before I even started working there, but the Dr. Death series, did you ever listen to that? I did listen. Yeah. I do think it's a little morbid in these times to listen to, but I'm just, I really like dark twisted stuff and I love when, um, 
I think the medical system is getting called out a little bit, right? In terms of what can get like this. The, so Dr. Death is a series about this sort of a former neurosurgeon that was injuring people while doing surgery, but on purpose. So he was mentally ill, I'm assuming. Um, and I just, how I don't know. Do you, do you, do you think it was on purpose or you think he was just inept? No, I think, I, I really think that he, well, actually that's a good question, Mary Payne, because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was an, an inept or if he had like an, uh, that sort of like, um, that mental illness where you, you think you're bigger than everyone. Right. And, and maybe, I don't know. Was, was he a serial killer or was he just inept? I guess that's, I don't know. I don't either. But listen to the series because <laughs> it's kind of twisted and it kind of shines a light on how doctors can slip by in the medical system and how we're not, the medical system is really not equipped to find criminals or people that are doing things wrong because we always think of doctors as this sort of holier than thou, like they're so much bigger. Yeah, they, they are very educated and smart people, but they also are human and they have mental illness as well. And so like, just, it was twisted and weird. And so um, I, I loved listening to that. That one is very, that one's very good. Like my mouth is, I'm like cooking, I was cooking dinner and my mouth was hanging open while I was like cooking popcorn. Like, <laughs> and then I don't know, this kind of falls in line with the Molly, with, with the Molly experience, the, um, the dying for sex experience. But have you listened to, um, Julie unwind, the unwinding of a miracle podcast? I've never heard of this. Okay. It's, the unwinding of a miracle. It's called Julie, okay. the unwinding uh, of a miracle. Julie. And it's about a mom who has okay. colon cancer and it's her final months. Um, with her family and they record it and it is stunningly simple and beautiful and loving and it really like it it shines the light on what it's like acknowledging death and acknowledging life and what it means and Julie is just an interesting creature and um, what she sort of left behind for her children she had two small children while this was going on so to listen to this I think really reminds us of not only death but what we're living for so that that was a really good podcast I, I listened to Oh my gosh, I've never even heard of that one. One of my producers at Wondery um, brought it up to me and she said, I think maybe you should listen to this just, you know, just to listen. And I just, I I couldn't stop. I sat in my, in fact, it was before the quarantine and I sat in my car to finish an episode for an hour before coming into my house. I'm like, that's when you know you got a good podcast, when you don't let me stay in your car. Like, I Today I refused to, yeah, I refused to go to the grocery store because I didn't have my AirPods. And, you know, if you got to like have to put on a mask and all that, you may as well like enjoy right. while you're trying to hustle through the grocery store. Yeah. So I sent my husband, I was at the post office, sent my husband a text. Do you need anything at the grocery store? He sends me back a list of like eight things. And mm-hmm. I wrote, no, mm-mm. I meant like one thing. I don't have my headphones. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm not, no, not doing it. I was listening to uh, Sheila Wysocki's Without Warning. And it was a really like really getting into some mm-hmm. uh, good details of this like crime and I was like nope I need to know what happened so you will not be getting your sour patch kids <laughs> and your pringles which is what he was asking for I was like nobody needs that anyway that's disgusting um I, and also I, then I'll, I'll eat them too right so. but, but I have to say the sweet and the sour and the salty all together I totally understand him why he would want pringles and sour patch kids that makes sense that's why a chocolate covered pretzel is so good. Oh, I just, I just got like that feeling in my mouth where I'm like, I need one. Mm, maybe I'll go get that. Um, are you, are you binging anything on Netflix? Oh my gosh. I am watching so much. So I just watched after afterlife with Ricky Gervais. Have you seen that one? I don't know if it's on No, Netflix. but I love, I'm going to write that down. Afterlife. I love Ricky Gervais. I love him. I know he's a little ostracizing, but I love him. And this uh, series is two um, seasons about, 
um, his wife passes away from cancer. Oh my gosh, this, there's a through line with everything I absorb. Is called, I say, right? everything, I'm like, Ricky Gervais, and I'm like, wah, wah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, it's really good and how he sort of um, has his version of afterlife without his wife and what how his life opens up. It's really beautiful, subtle, dark. Is it funny? Funny. He's funny. funny. It's dark. It's not, like I, it's not like I'm thinking of Ricky Gervais, not like zingers. It's not like that. No, but but it's a dark version of that. So it's kind of okay. yeah, yeah, you'll find you'll find it in there for sure. Um and what else did I watch? Let's see. Um I did oh I finished um Handmaid's Tale. Ooh, honey. Okay, should I start it? Never even saw one episode. Should I start it? It is a commitment and it is really, really good. But it's it's so many hours and it's so intense. Like if you want to be in a dark room with no one else for hours at a time, then absolutely. <laughs> Then do that. I don't think I want to do that. Maybe, Maybe not. I'll wait till the winter and we're probably quarantined again. Yeah, you might want to wait. Oh my gosh. So I am I, watching um, this show called We're Here. I no, what's that? I remember where it's streaming. I don't even know where, but I think it's on HBO. I don't know. Um, it's called We're Here. And uh-huh. I think it's three drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. And they go to these small towns across we're America here. Okay. and they find these unlikely candidates that are working through something in their lives. And trying to get, like, to have a breakthrough. And they go through becoming what it's like to become a drag queen. And then they do a full drag performance. Wow. And it sort of heals some things in their family. A lot of it is, like, um, gay kids that are living in these small towns and don't feel like they fit in. And a lot of, oh, there's one, like, gay dad of a gay kid who gets up and dances with. It is the most moving, sweet, loving um experiment and I and it's but it's real it shows you how it's uncomfortable at times and what what drag does for people and um it's it's kind of worth watching oh that sounds great yeah it's really neat I like it um okay well you know I'm just so into lately um killing Eve okay tell me tell me is it worth it yes I haven't started it you have to give it your full attention okay um you can't have your phone and like look down it because you'll you'll miss something. So my daughter wanted to start it. So because the new the new season season three just started, so my daughter wanted to start with season one. So okay. I was like, all right, I'll start with you. And then now because I'm really paying attention because she's watching, I'm really catching all this stuff. I'm like, oh, oh. now that I'm in season three, now we're harkening back to season one. It's it's written by you know Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah, and it's perfect. It's a per it's a perfect show, and you'll be in love with Jodie Comer. Afterwards, you'll be like, I don't know, like, if I'm gay or straight, if I'm in right. love with her, if I hate right. her, if I want to kill her, or if I want to make out with her. Do you like, think she could play Molly? Yes. I thought she's on my list. She's amazing. She's an amazing chameleon of an actress. Okay. And I'd never seen her before till this show. Um. So, yeah. Killing so, Eve. Eve. All right. Because yeah. of you... I'm going to watch this show. Okay, then let me know because okay. I just, like, I just saw that, like, my DVR had a new one because I think it comes on at the same time on Sunday. So then it pops up. I'm like, yeah. yes! Like, nobody talked to me. <laughs> nobody entered the room. I have to have full attention. Is it kid-friendly? Like, family-friendly or no? No. no unless you have... Uh, teenagers. Oh, teenagers, yeah. Okay. Okay. Ooh. There's some Ooh. pretty brutal murders. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, you know, there's, there's some, um, there's not, like, naked sex. But there's sex implied. Did you just say there's not naked sex? There's no, no, no. 
I love you so much. No, like no, but I know boob, exactly what you mean. No, like boobs or right. anything. But there's there's talk of sex, but there's no <laughs> nakedness. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I love you so much because I knew exactly what you meant. Yeah. You know what I meant. Not, not like Sopranos where like you see right. some stuff. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that. Okay, oh my God. No. All right. Now, here's my, here's my question for you. Okay. As the Hollywood insider that you are, yeah. what is the future of our reality shows that we love? <sighs> I don't know. It's interesting. I have friends that are on reality shows mm-hmm. um, and I also have friends that are producers and there is nobody knows. Like you'd think there'd be some chatter about how we're going to try to do this and what it's going to look like, but nobody knows. There was an article that was released yesterday about this sort of 30 page document of what people are going to have to do in store in order to start up any type of production again. And it was 30 pages long. And so it's a lot of, um, mask wearing, testing, a lot of social distancing, a lot of, but the, the great thing about reality TV is that you just pick up the, the camera, you know, and things go and happen. And I think it's going to stifle some of it. So I don't know what that looks like, but I, I do know that, um, that it's going to, it'll get started probably sooner than we expect. Right. Mm-hmm. But it won't look the same. It'll look different than what we've seen. And I'm just wondering if like, how are you feeling about when you're watching these reunion shows or you're watching SNL and it's all sort of this disjointed zoom uh-huh. it feels different right like the are snl are gonna be okay with that the snl they sort of nailed it right at the end you know like that last one was a lot better than right. the first one um but as far as like the zoom calls and stuff like i'm watching you know watch what happens live with andy and he's yeah. got the just like we have here like we're talking like the screens yeah. I find that to be, I wish you just had one guess because it's hard for me because always one person's like ooh, ah, ah, with their Wi-Fi, you know, in and out. Um, <laughs> right. Or like last night or yeah, last night they had on Pam Anderson and she's just looking to the side the whole time. I was like, what is she looking at? Um, Does she know where the camera is? She's like looking to somebody at the side the whole time. I was like. Oh, that's annoying. Um, but it also gives us something to talk about. But um <laughs> I don't know how I feel. I feel like, all right, well, I'll just take what I can get, you know, but I'm yeah. like, when, like all my 90 day fiancés, like, how are they going to, how are they going to meet each other if they can't fly? I don't know. <laughs> right? you know. I know. And how about now when I watch movies or TV shows that are maybe old recordings or even newer recordings, you know, I, I see people hugging and shaking hands <gasps> and, I, and I'm like, oh, 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 and I have like a reaction me, to me it. Me too. Isn't that weird? You know what? Uh, this week on uh, Real Housewives of New York, mm-hmm. it was, um, Luann and Tinsley mm-hmm. and the new girl Leah and they're oh. sitting outside mm-hmm. at a cafe in New York City oh. Tinsley and Leah the whole time are like, <laughs> you're, like you're like nope Put and they're like on. and they were all like oh well, I've been on these antibiotics oh yeah it's in my throat and they're literally describing yeah the coronavirus I was like, I you two are patient zero. You're on the street in New York <laughs> coughing all over. The reason your antibiotics aren't working is because they're not for that. Right. She was like, I have a yes in my throat and I have like a lung infection. And I was like, oh, my oh, God. My God. I so know. they were going to see gonna, a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Things are changing. I don't know what it looks like. And the thing is, I wish I had an answer. But the people that I talk to that are a little higher up in the business, executive producers, they don't have an answer to my boyfriend is a composer. Um, he does music for Hallmark movies and oh. for commercials and TV and film. And everything is just 
I mean, he was supposed to be scoring a film that um, shot in Iceland, I think, uh, this year, the next month or two. And I'm just like, it's just not happening. It is just on halt indefinitely. So I don't know. I don't know. You know, the funny thing is, too, Mary Payne, is that people used to always be like, actors, they're so self-indulgent. They create these <laughs> stories and, like, they just make their money. And I'm like, we'd be nowhere without actors right now because we'd be watching a blank TV screen completely bored out of our minds. So That's thank you right. to all the actors and producers that create these stories that we can, like, sink our teeth into during this time. Well, this brings it back to The Daily Smile because you did an episode with Ross where you talked about celebrities in this time where they so desperately need attention so they're going on and doing all this stuff on social media to get our attention i mean think about like madonna i'm like oh no girl but it's um it it is funny because a lot of people will say that like a lot of the actors are so like look at me look at me look at me look at Mm -hmm. me and they don't have anybody to look at them right now right so they're going and doing these like live um instagrams and like nobody's joining because like i don't I don't need to, you know? Um, So I do think that's like a little, I loved how you talked. Ross was the perfect person to talk to about that. Yeah, because he's friends with celebs. Yeah, but he'll give you a little, he'll give you a little snark too. Oh, for sure. But not too mean because he is friends with half of them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think my favorite part about the the celebrities in quarantine is that you get to see what their houses look like, their bathrooms, their kitchens. It's like, oh, that's, and some of them don't live as nicely as I had it in my brain. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up and you're like, oh, he's in his hot tub. Of course he has a hot tub. And then you see him in his kitchen and you're like, looks like a little country kitchen. Like, mind you, we had a, a baby goat, I think, and a donkey yeah. and a miniature uh, horse, uh-huh. which is very confusing. That but was real strange. I looked back at his kitchen. I was like, oh, he's got like some cabinets that probably need, you know, a little sprucing up. Like he's just like the rest of us. <laughs> I laughed. Um, <laughs> but I do, there's parts of it that I love and there's parts that are just cringy, like cringeworthy, where you're like, what are you doing? Don't try to pretend like you're just like the rest of us. You are in a $4 million house and I'm in a rental in Van Nuys. Like, please do not try to compare this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry you guys. Yeah. I don't have a chef and a nanny and a massage therapist that lives in the guest house but, and behind me. I don't have any of that. So don't pretend that we're functioning in the same world. <laughs> That's another thing you said that I thought was so smart on the Daily Smile. You said if I had to go on a desert island, I would take like this one person and I'd also take a massage therapist. I was like, That's brilliant. <laughs> I would a have therapist there. and a massage therapist. Yeah. And then and then like a like a locale chef. Right. You know? Oh, I didn't think of that, but that's a yeah. good idea. Also just to feed me, massage me, and give me therapy and let me go and just sit by the ocean. <laughs> oh my God. Well, we've got it all figured out, Nikki. Me and I you. know. I'm so glad we had this chat because now I feel like life is I got it. We're good. We're good. Oh, oh man. Listen. You're just the best. Everything you do, I think, is just fun and delightful, even when it's dark. And so I was when I saw here's how. Listen, this is what I do. I scourge like a like a lunatic. I go on the okay. podcast app and it says new and noteworthy and the, or, you know, one of those what to listen yeah, yeah. to or one of those things. Mm-hmm. And so I saw the daily smile and I thought I literally was like, I don't care. I don't want to be happy. But then I saw it was hosted by you. Oh, and I was like, oh, now, okay, now I bet this is good. So then I went and looked and I just heard the trailer. I got, oh, I got to reach out to Nikki right away because this oh my is God, that is the amazing. Really great compliment. Thank you for that. That's so nice to hear. Thanks. Well, I knew if it, I knew if it was you doing it, it wouldn't be like cheesy, cheesy. You hey know. everyone, this is what we're going <laughs> to smile about today. Like, please do, thing. please do that next time. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Daily Smile. <laughs> I wish people could see. My face. Your, your cheese, your cheesy face. <laughs> it's really bad. Oh, 
Lord. Okay. Well, thank you so much for this chat. And everybody go listen to the Daily Smile and, of course, Dying for Sex. And tell people where they can find you and uh, to find out more about these podcasts. Yeah. Thank you for that. So you can always follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, Boyer, B-O-Y-E-R. Follow me. I will keep you updated on new things that are happening. Um, that's where all the Daily Smile info is too. So if you want to send anything into the Daily Smile, like a story or some, something that's inspiring or even a voice memo, like I really want to tell you about you know, something great that my sister did last week, we'll use that. Um, we want to hear from you. So send that to smile, S-M-I-L-E, at wondery.com. And we read through all of those. And um, that's how you keep up on anything. And if you want to listen to Dying for Sex, you can find that at dyingforsexpodcast.com. And it'll take you to um, to wherever you, you can listen to it, really, anywhere you're listening to podcasts. So thank this, Mary Payne, thank you for just always this great platform to share and to just be a person and to connect. You are just like a ball of sunshine. And I adore you. I can't Ooh. wait to meet you in person. I mean, it's, I know. One <laughs> day I'm going to... One day I'll get back out to LA and then um, I'll hit you up. I would love that. Yeah, for sure. If you get to DC, because there's so many great stories coming out of this place, then you can. I was just on um, this morning. I think I I just did Washington um, Morning or Good Morning Washington. Is that the show on ABC7? I know, I know about it. Yes, but I as I told that. you, I don't watch the news. That's true. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I've, I've, I'm, I'm planning on coming there soon, whenever I can, and you will be okay. the first person that I sit down and have a, uh, a little drink with. Okay. Thanks, Nikki. Goodbye. Okay,